Yes, that's right, y'all. I'm blackity black, and that's black, y'all. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Ethan from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Brothers Comics Podcast, and we are talking Black Panther, the Black Panther Review. The movie just came out a few days ago, and for that special occasion, we actually have the entire crew of originals from Brothers Comics on the line tonight. And we brought a white guy, which is, you know, extra special. So, <laughs> on the line tonight, uh, we have the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Can meet you while, y'all. Center stage. What's going on? That's right. Uh, we also have the female perspective on the line. Hola, what's up? Hey, we have the founder for Brothers Comics. It's Big Hutch on the line. What's up? That's right, and you know we did bring the white guy, but it is Black History Month, so you go last. It's 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 Brother Beavis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Beavis is salty. We'll play this out on air since everybody wants to talk about it. All right, so last the, the behind the scenes look at Brothers Comics. Uh, we, meaning me, the producer, set up a podcast last night for 9 o'clock p.m. to record on Saturday night uh, after everybody had seen the movie. Um, I had went out on a, a, essentially a day date uh, with the missus and um, went to the beach and whatnot because it was 80-plus degrees here in sunny South Florida, and it was the first time to the beach in a very long time. So uh, we got home, had a couple of adult pops while I was at the beach, uh, got home roughly around six, just all, almost close to seven after a shower or whatnot, and uh, I fell asleep. And I woke up at four in the morning. And so when I wake up in <laughs> at like six in the morning, I was like, "Oh, I forgot to do that podcast." And my phone got all kinds of messages, essentially calling me um, a punk ass bitch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, go ahead and throw your darts. So we can get started on this damn review. <laughs> <laughs> no darts? We're good. We can play it out live. I'm perfectly fine with it. I, I definitely I dropped the ball on that one. I couldn't stay awake. You, I don't know what it you, was. You got to back up. You got to. You. It wasn't even Saturday. Like so, we last time we did our our uh, comic book cast, we're like, all right. So oh, yeah. we normally do this Thursday, but you know we can't do it Thursday because we got to go watch Black Panther. So we do it Friday. Friday. Hello? Hello? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's right. This is awesome. We've been going on for like three or four days, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I think the Friday. Thursday night at like 10 o'clock, I'm like, uh, I got to go watch this movie because they're going to want to hear how much I hated it tomorrow. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I was out till 1 o'clock in the morning, Friday morning. To not podcast about it Friday and then get my, oh, my bad, my toes were in the sand, I can't go. <laughs> get him, get him. Yeah. It's also true, yeah. 
Um, my text was not sorry, not sorry this morning. It really was. It was like, really oh, sorry, my not bad. sorry. It was more uh, my bad, uh, you live in cold weather states. That was basically it. Because so, uh, yeah, it, it snowed here. We had like two inches of snow that melted today. We had like completely worthless snow. Like, mm. fuck you. See you tomorrow, snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's noted. All right. All right, so all that being said, um, I saw Black Panther Thursday night, full crew, uh, 7 o'clock showing. Uh, I think Sandman's first viewing, and we'll get to that here in a minute as hmm. well, was the same as Thursday night, brother. Beavis saw it Thursday night. Uh, Hutch and Female Perspective, when did y'all see the movie? Friday. Friday. Night, afternoon? Uh, yeah, evening. Uh-huh. Okay, Friday evening. All right. Uh, so... We're going to go through, I guess, a little bit of, uh, not a little bit, we'll go through the review here, and then Brother Beavis is going to have a story about seeing movies in all uh, black audiences. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this might, this might be, be the last podcast I'm on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, more than anything, Brother Beavis, you probably should have hit us up with a, hey, I'm going to go see this movie in a black movie theater. And so we could have told you, hey, man, I'm not sure if that's such a great idea right now. Mm-hmm. Um, man, we probably would have dissuaded you from that one. But anywho, all right, so Black Panther comes out. Uh, the box office numbers for through Sunday, it's somewhere upwards of $183 million for the three-day weekend, uh, expecting about almost $220 million with the extra day for President's Day. So the movie's great uh, financially, made uh, close to $400 million internationally, or, you know, in, you know, box office and domestic and international. Uh, all right, go around the room. Uh, female perspective, what was your thoughts on the movie? I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, I would put that as one of the best Marvel movies that I've seen as of yet. I mean, as far as relevance, the story, um, the look, everything. All right. Hodge, you've been waiting for this movie since Wesley Snipes said he was going to stay in it. What was your thoughts on Black Panther? I think it might be the best superhero movie out. Ever. Okay. Ever, Mm -hmm. ever? Ever, ever. Up up to this moment, yes. Okay. Uh, Sandman, you've seen it now twice. I, I confuse you with three times or whatever as you try to exercise the uh, curse. Yeah, the, uh, the BS, is, uh, BBS demon, man. Yeah. yeah, I got to exercise the BBS demon. But, yeah, um, top five easily Marvel movie ever. I mean, it's relevant, smart, well-acted, just across the board. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It had a few little things. Um, okay, you perfect, said but... top five, so what other movies would you rank higher than that? Are you going to get into that now? Uh, so. Yeah, let me not throw that there. Because that could derail this into a two-hour Yeah, podcast. exactly. Why don't we come back to that yeah. later? Yeah, yeah that's a whole good podcast probably. Yeah, All right. Uh, Brother Beavis, your text uh, when we were going over the reviews, you said the movie was good, but it, it had such heavy themes, like you couldn't even take your daughter. Yeah, like I, 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 I think it was a great movie, but at the same time, I don't know that I enjoyed it. Uh, king on the word joy, right? Like it was, it's not a fun movie in the fact that it deals with really kind of heavy and incredibly relevant themes and it does so really well. 
I think when you say it's a great comic book movie, I think it's not like a comic book movie. I think it's a great movie. And I, I think it, it, you know, it, it's like, you know, for, for the Logans of the world and, and the Dark Knights of the world, like it sort of breaks that mold. And so I, mm-hmm. I, I won't say it's not a great movie, but it's not, it's not a fun comic book movie that I wanted to see. And yeah. I've, I've got other, I've got other beefs about like the portrayal of Black Panther, but, but don't for a second let that come off as like, I didn't think it was a great movie. Okay. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the movie too. When I sent out those first couple of texts to y'all, I was like, I'm really having a hard time ranking it and describing it because it's not really like, it's a comic book movie with, it has a comic book character, but it's not really a comic book movie. You know, it seems like more almost Nam Shakespearean tragedy here. And And uh, and that's why I think it was so well done, because it doesn't play out like the rest of the Marvel movies, like Civil War and, you know, Captain America and all that. I mean, those are basic standard, you know, comic book movies. This one had a whole several different levels to it, which to me made it that much more interesting. Yeah. No, I, and I agree. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't know how you, it's kind of hard to rank it. Like with the other, you know, again, we're using air quotation comic book movies because it, you know, it, it was, but it wasn't. Um, so I kind of, you know, I kind of felt, you know, I, when I left out of it, I was like, I know what I just saw and I know that it was really good. I don't know that I could make it a comic book movie. Uh, so let's deal with something that hit thought, me. But, something that hit me in the last like day or two is like, you know, Props to the medium of comics that a story like this could come out. Like, right. you know, right. there's like, you know, a story like this couldn't come from a vacuum and be received um, and be seen to the degree it has, except without, you know, you know, like comics sort of brought this out and at the same time it's not of the comics. So I, I think that's that's one of the amazing things about it. Right, I you know I think that I think this movie probably gets made without the Ta-Nehisi Coates version of Black Panther, but I think it would have been a completely different movie without the Ta-Nehisi Coates version of the Black the Black Panther comic book. You know what I mean? Like because it draws on some of the heavier themes from that book, as well as kind of paying you know respect to the Hudlin and, and Christopher Priest stuff as well. So, um, yeah. All right, so let's look at some of the bits and the parts of the movie or whatever. Um, so what do you think of the portrayal of Black Panther? We get a full version of him, Hutch, you know, as opposed to the little bit we saw in Civil War. What do you think of Chadwick Boseman's portrayal and the actual character of Black Panther? I thought they were both awesome. I, I, he, I'm, I mean, I'm, let's, let's keep it real. Of this group of people on, the, on this podcast, how many of us have Black Panther come growing up? Growing up, probably you, probably you. <laughs> yeah, not as not a lot, not a yeah, lot. Not growing up, we we, yeah, we, yeah. we all like the Black Panther as a character. He was kind of cool, but I mean, he had like three or four series come out when we were growing up. And I mean, I might have one or two of them. Wait a minute, what? I thought I thought you guys actually read the comic. You didn't. I, I think, and it's probably fair to say with almost everybody on here, at least I can speak for myself and probably a little bit for Brother Beavis, not that he can't talk for himself, but, um, like, I think the first serious version of that book that I collected was the Hudlin, Hudlin version with John, Marie, uh, John Ramita. Uh, that was the first one I collected 
seriously. Um, and that was probably 1997, uh, 6, 97. Shout out to Mr. Hudson, who follows us on the Twitters, by the way. So go ahead. So, yeah, that's well, the first I mean, I didn't start really buying much. books until I was in college. And so there yeah. were not Black Panther books being written at the time. So my knowledge of Black Panther comes from the reread of the early days of the Avengers and Fantastic Four. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah. My whole my whole knowledge of him was reading other books where he was just a guest star. Pretty much right. same thing, Fantastic Four or Avengers mainly, and um, that was the main thing. I mean, yeah, I I praised some of his books, but I never really collected them. I mean, if right, I want to so do that, it, that's that's no. my perspective too. I mean, I had a couple of books, but I you know I wasn't knee deep into the Black Panther character in the comic books. I'm I, I'm almost ashamed of that. It's like talking yeah. black history. He's like, hey, who amongst us have read this book? Oh, me neither. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it real. I'm just, I, I, I didn't say I, that I'm the overall knowledgeable guy on Black Panther. Right. I really didn't read right. him that much either. I, I feel security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's okay. <laughs> but, I do. I really feel security. Let's, let's, let's put it in. Goes, um, his portrayal and what, what I know of the Black Panther, uh, it, I thought it was great. I thought at the beginning the damn uh, thing was going to be a part of National Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I have to admit, I thought, you know, in our previous discussion, I thought you guys grew up reading this comic book. Um, no. You know, I was a little surprised no. to hear that, that you guys really didn't. Well, let's, as he kept it real on one end, let's keep it real on the other end, too, is that it's not like he was a, a large character or whatever in the Marvel Universe for a certain time anyway. Exactly. And if we exactly. put this in wrestling terms as we've known to do, you know, he's got a more recent push uh, within the last, you know, he got this big push when Hudlin was writing a book and it, it pushed it all the way to that marriage with Storm, which was a, a lightweight disaster. And then, you know, there's been other versions, like I said, Christopher Priest wrote the book after that, which was probably, a, a, probably the more modern Black Panther uh, that most people know for the comic books, and then now the Ta-Nehisi Coates version, which is a comic book, but not really a comic book, at least the first few issues, which is more of a political drama without superhero stuff. And, you know, and I've said this on, like, the Marvel Hacks or whatever comic book podcast, you know, like, you know, I, I read the Ultimates. I'm currently rereading it, you know, that, you know, the Black Avengers, essentially, and where he's the leader of that team, you know, and that's kind of like the, the comic book version of Black Panther that you're looking for. Like, if that's what you want to, if you want to see the Black Panther be, like, super smart, super rich, superhero, like, that's the version, because you don't get it in some of the, um, uh, you know, at least in the Ta-Nehisi Coates book. So, all right. Uh, Sandman, what was your perspective on um, Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther and the portrayal of the movie? Um, very, very well done. I mean, it was a continuation of um, this uh, his appearance in Civil War and this one. I um, I had heard it, that he had he kind of acted it very mellow throughout the uh, uh, throughout the movie, and he kind of does. I mean, he there are a couple times he kind of breaks character with that, but that's kind of how he maintains that tone. But very cool about it. But I think it worked for him, and um, you could almost say that. Uh, or somebody else say they could thought this movie Wakanda and it would have uh, fit perfectly rather than Black yeah. Panther because it was about the entire uh, entirety of that cast and it wasn't just Black Panther. Yeah, he was from, from 
prominently featured in it. Of course, it's his movie, but it was about more than just him. But um, yeah, I loved how he did it. It was I thought he did it very well. Uh, he liked it very well. Everybody, yeah. Brother Beavis, the portrayal of the Black Panther character and acting by Chad with both Like I, I thought his introduction in in uh, Civil War was so good and prominent that like he hardly even registered in the in the Black Panther movie because I had already accepted that. And you know, I I just he was the Black Panther to me at that point, and so I, I you know he didn't do anything in this movie necessarily to you know, to, de- to deviate from that. And in fact, it let me sort of watch all the other parts of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. The dude is a really good actor. He's definitely fallen into that role. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get typecast too much or whatever coming out of this. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought he did a great job. Um, you know, I, I'm always, you know, since Halle Berry did it so wrong as Storm in that first X-Men movie with accent, um, I really like pay careful attention to the accents in this thing. I'm like, come on, man, you can hold this the entire time. And he did a really good job of holding it. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, a good run there for him. Let's throw it back to female perspective. Female perspective, this movie and kind of, and Salmon kind of touched on it, where it could have been called Wakanda. It could have been called the women of Wakanda. Black women mm, yeah. as superheroes, I mean, really almost made the Black Panther a secondary character in his own damn movie. What did you think about that? Um, yeah, yeah, the women were very prominent. I agree. You know what wasn't prominent is, like, I don't remember a scene, like a cleavage scene or a gratuitous yeah. ass scene. Yeah. Up skirt. <laughs> right. Ladies, like, I mean, yeah. like, even though, like, I mean, like, Scarlett Johansson's not, like, the complete piece of ass in the Avengers movies, and she does have, like, the little black dress scene to open the Avengers, you know, but her stuff, you know, she's out there still, but, it, mm-hmm. like, even in this, like, other than maybe, like, the casino scene where they were in costume, like, it wasn't, like, tits out, ass out, you know, it was, it was, you know, their roles were solid, and they were, I, I, I never felt at any point like the women were objectified. And when yeah. they were, they like called the movie on it. Yeah, exactly. They weren't, it wasn't gratuitous and they were as equals as, you know, again, as Black Panther. So, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I, I thought it was great. Um, and, you know, I mean, kind of let's go through them. Uh, so, uh, for me, so like the one that I enjoyed the most, uh, I enjoyed Sherry the most. Um, yes. You know, it's a character that's, you know, not on a, you know, on a creation from Reginald Hudlin or whatever, but, I mean, just a great character, really kind of like a, you know, his weapons person. She had all the jokes. She had, um, you know, just a really fun character uh, to play with. And, and, you know, I mean, for, I guess, you know, for probably a young black girl, seeing a character like that probably was just amazing on top of that. Uh, who was your favorite, I guess, uh, Sandman? It's a tie between um, Shuri or, um, was a surprise to me, and Baku. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, female characters. Female characters. Oh, female, female, female. I'm getting back gotcha. to Baku. Uh, you're right, 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 right. Okay. Um, Shuri or the uh, general, Okoye. Both of them yeah, were uh, wonderful. I love, I love both of them. Uh, I mean, for different reasons. You already hit on Shuri. Okoye, was, she, was, she had good humor. She was very serious, very... Uh, straightforward, you respected her. Uh, I mean, she was 
pretty much a Black Panther's uh, right hand woman, you know. Yeah. Leader of the Door Malaje. I, I love her. Yeah. So when she yeah. said Wakanda forever, you believe that shit. You believe that um, shit. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, <laughs> uh, Hutch, um, favorite female character, or did you enjoy the female characters in it? You had to. I mean, yes, I enjoyed them immensely. They, they, they were. It could have been called Wakanda instead of the Black Panther. It, mm-hmm. it gave you a great perspective on the on the country. It's you know all the details, and like it looks like men and women all work together to keep this country together. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. As far as my favorite character, I mean, they all. I mean, that's really trying to pick the best kid. I mean, they all yeah. had their own group, <laughs> their own little thing they did. Um, you know, they they did spy work, they fought, they did, you know, uh, Siri was cute, basically from 007, kind of, and she was mm-hmm. funny. Um, and she, But actually, she got out into the field, too, in her own way, and mm-hmm. she had to do for that. So, I mean, they all did everything, Siri and the general. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Brother Beavis, do you have a favorite one? I think probably Okoye, and, and I got to say, like, it wasn't until the credits rolled and I saw her name again. I was like, oh, that's Michonne. I forgot about that. I really didn't, like, pay attention. Like, I, I was, like, not really engaged with the movie before it came out. Like, I knew it was coming out, but I didn't, like, get all up in it and look at the cast and stuff like that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she, that was a tough role of, like, you know, she was honorable to the throne, you know, and. And, uh, you know, she had some great action scenes, and she really kind of kept Black Panther in check, so she was cool. Yeah, see, I thought she did a really great job as well. Um, so we got that. We got the ladies. We got Black Panther. Let's get to the villains. And, you know, uh, Brother Beaver says these movies always really fall on the villain. And so before the movie gets started, you think the villain is Claw. You know, like, well, Claw's in it. He was in it, you know, in, in Age of Ultron. And, you know, you kind of get that view of him of uh, in the bank scene uh, with this dude, um, <laughs> this dude that looks like every black dude I knew in college. Um, and it's like, uh, wait a minute, um, wh- what's going on here? And so our villain is uh, Eric Killmonger, and, um, you know, his his plot to being the villain or whatever is tied to, you know, something that happened with T- King T'Chaka and his brother, and, you know, the in Oakland, which, you know, uh, Director Kugler is from Oakland, so it was funny to have that tie-in in there. And so basically, um, I mean, God, I guess we're going to have to spoil. Uh, basically, King Takaka killed, well, he thought that he had killed his uh, his brother uh, for him being a traitor to Wakanda by selling uh, vibranium to uh, Claw and whatnot. But he's not real villain. The kid that grows up, which is... Um, T'Challa's cousin uh, is Eric Killmonger. He comes back to Wakanda to reclaim the throne, essentially. So what did you think of the villain? We'll let Brother Beavers go first on this because you are the person that always talks about the villains in these movies. Even even though it's February? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. All right just token. token first. Yeah, you know, um, he, you know, he he does come in like really sort of understated like he's a pawn. And you have this kind of claw, bigger-than-life sort of traditional sociopath. And, you know, his his mannerisms and it, it, and the way he holds himself is real interesting. And, like, you know, he's, he's sort of, he, he starts off, like, asking for information about the, the, the African display. And then he's like, oh, no, he starts schooling the lady on what she's seeing and stuff like that. 
So he's got this real sort of slow intro, and then he sort of takes a backseat to Claw, and then you realize like there's more to him than that. And he, you know, mm-hmm. once he stakes his claim, and uh, you know, he, he, he he's sympathetic in that you can kind of see where he's coming from. I don't know that you can sympathize with the choices that he makes, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah I mean, he, I, I think he was great. And you know, I think when he was first cast, there was speculation about. Actually, was he was Chadwick Boseman, Boseman even, like I'm trying to remember that was there a point where there was question about like was he going to be Black Panther or what something else was going on? I'm trying to remember, but I don't was believe some, so. Yeah, was some doubt of what he was going to play. I think when he was cast, there was not a lot of thought of like he was the villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, maybe that was it. Yeah, he was, you know, he, he definitely moved the story forward. And uh, since, you know, spoilers aside, like, uh, my one thing is, like, the, the villains make the movie. My other thing is, like, uh, you kind of need them for the next movie, too. So, yeah. 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 And Marvel had done. Um, you know, if you start to look at some of the other movies that they had, you know, at least in Civil War, they took a really good villain and didn't kill him. It was like, okay, save him. You don't need to kill him. Hodge, what did you think about Killmonger and their choice to, you know, move him on? Uh, Killmonger was the shit. Hmm. He, I, Michael, Michael B. Jordan uh, played, the, played that character to the hilt. He yep. was great. He was awesome. Uh, I was re- I, when I came home, I didn't look up Black Panther stuff, quote unquote. I looked up Killmonger stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the comic books, it looks like he does a lot of dying and reappearance. So mm. I had to look back. Like every other comic book character. Yeah. Yeah. Noted. Yeah. But I mean, but that, that's what I'm talking about. Like when. All, the villains are the most important part, and if if a movie inspires you to go look up the villain, it did his job. Yeah, he did his he did his motherfucking job. Oh, that's what yeah, I'm he did his job. I mean, he comes I, off I as. I point out that I thought the whole cast was was great. I thought everyone was well cast and played their roles. You know, they did what they needed to do, but I mean, they all worked well together. I, I thought yeah. the whole cast was was really great. So let me yeah. seize on that. Did, do we think that Everett Ross was important and needed to be in the movie? No. 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 Yeah, no. That was at the time to the Marvel. That was at the time to the Museum. But it was? We all know why he was in the movie. You think? Mm. I, I, at that point in time, when you're that far into having this, you know, kind of pan-Africanism, African futurism or whatever, like, I don't think that they were even worried about putting one more white dude in that, or a white dude in the movie. I just, it, it didn't, it didn't take away anything for me. It could have easily been played by somebody else in that role. My only thought is it's probably tied something into Infinity War. Yeah. That's the only thing that I yeah, can think yeah. of. Yeah. My, so, my thought was it would, it could ju- it would would have been Phil Coulson. You yeah. know, just to just to make the link, and they didn't need to make him important. But that, yeah, that 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 was. It seemed at times like they made stuff for him to do. Like he was he was the Claire Temple of this movie. Like they they yeah. made stuff for him to do, <laughs> just so he could be in it. 
Yeah. And it I'm almost right. seemed like during the second part of the movie, they were kind of just carrying him around. He wasn't needed. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. He was there. Yeah. And we'll get You're to the pilot. You got to do this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he wasn't really needed yeah. for that. Yeah, they were definitely. I, 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 I just brought that up because you said the whole cast was great. I'm like, well, there's maybe they were throwing I mean, me a bone. I don't know. Right, I mean, I mean, I'm calling what he is. He's the token. He's the token. The second half of the movie is, you know, is not, I guess, as important as the casting. I mean, he played his role. He did what he needed to do for that role. But I mean, but think about it this way, brother Beavis. Ain't nobody. There's probably no white kid went to that movie and was like, "Oh shit, can't wait to go to Target and get my Everett Ross." My Everett Ross. <laughs> I will say, I will say when when Mbaku's tribe shouted his ass down, that was like yes. the funniest moment in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. And, and, and if he was only in it for that then that was worth it. <laughs> because in a very respectful way that didn't disturb anyone else's, anyone else's cinema-going experiences, I was enjoying that scene. So. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so, okay, so yeah, so there's, there's that, there's the women, there's our plot, there's our villain. Uh, I mean, yeah, I thought the dude was, I thought he was ridiculous. Like, he was literally every kind of, air quotation, woke black dude on my campus in college. Like, you know, he knows about all this other stuff that nobody would know about. Uh, he dressed exactly like that. He had a weird haircut. Uh, he was uber intelligent and spoke uber intelligently. Um, and it was just like, man, this dude is crazy. And then, you know, when he does make it to Wakanda and he does, you know, kind of put his, you know, like, hey, this is what happened. It, to me, I, I was cheering for Killmonger. To be honest with you, I'm like, um, yeah, Tiktaka, you done fucked up. Why didn't you bring him back to Wakanda? What the hell? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand why you didn't do that. He had every right to be pissed off, and I had no problem with it. You know, he he had the perfect motivation. It made perfect sense, and you know that. Like I said, at parts of that time, you kind of cheering for it, and you know, in his death scene, his last words or whatever. Was you know nah throw me in the ocean where all my relatives jumped off these boats, you know I was like well all right <laughs> yeah I yeah, like that, that he go. was he, I like that he was completely unrepentant you know I mean he didn't change yeah. at all I mean yeah he lost he's like yeah you got me all right it's, don't bear me just throw me in the ocean and then he yeah. said the thing about the uh, other <laughs> freedom I was like damn yeah, blooded, bro. Dope, yeah. yeah that dude yeah. was dope yeah, yeah he was like, a, a great scene all right. Let's look is, at he the is, is he the best Marvel villain of all time? From the movies? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Sandman threw out there, you know, Loki is really, the, I mean, to me, you know, Loki, if we're looking at just the Marvel movies, not the, the, the Fox movies, whatever, if we're looking at just the Marvel movies, Loki is really the only villain that they have out there that has made, it, well, that's not that, Loki and then uh, Zemo. Uh, I, I know he was in the movie, and there was so much else going on that people forget the Civil War had a really good villain in it that they also mm -hmm. didn't kill. Um, Zemo is a badass mofo because he took the Avengers down without any superpower. Mm -hmm. And but, um, but Loki oh, yeah. and Killmonger have like the same story arc. Yeah, yeah. they're both yeah. like the disenfranchised child. The funny thing is, like Loki only wants the crown so he can hold it over people. 
you know, Killmonger wants right. it because he wants to use that power to correct yeah. the atrocities in the world. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah Killmonger had a, a, a deep purpose for his. It was a uh-huh. jacked up purpose, but yeah. yeah. So yeah. since I, I too am Asgardian, I have to say it's Loki. But you know, you guys want to choose Killmonger. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's black Asgardians. <laughs> yeah, that's day one. Yeah, that's day one. All right. So, yeah. All right. Some of the other aspects of the movie, I think one of the texts I sent to y'all after I had a chance to think about that movie, because we talked about this long before it was made on an early, early Brothers Comics podcast. It was like, man, Black Panther. You cannot put mayonnaise and call some Negro mayonnaise because <laughs> that shit ain't going to work. People will burn the movie theaters down. Well, they gave you mayonnaise and gave you mayonnaise and made you cheer for mayonnaise and made mayonnaise a, a nam sympathetic figure. And, um, yo, uh, the dude that played him, or Umbaku is now, he's not no mayonnaise. Umbaku, he was great. Yeah. I, I thought that he character was, was awesome. Uh, female specters, you know who we're talking about? The dude in white, the big, thick brother that yeah, fought yeah. Max Panther uh-huh. for the power. What do you think of him? Also, yeah, I thought he was great, uh, and I I liked his art in the movie. His you know how it, his character art. Um, yeah, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. I'm I'm not uh, familiar with how he's represented in the comic books. I think Touch said he used to wear a, an ape outfit or a costume yeah, or something like pretty that. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty he much. Basically, yeah. what white and people think about black people. Get away with that. Yes, basically. Yeah, yes. basically. Yeah, and there was no way that that was going to happen in a movie like that. There was no way they could do man. Hodge, what'd you think about Mbaku? Can't call him man ape anymore. I, mean, I thought he was great. I mean, the fight scene in the beginning was great. Uh, his, you know, his him leading his people, and you know, helping out in his own particular way, in his under his conditions. I thought that was great. He was the leader of his of his group. Yeah. They did they did a great job of world building just Wakanda. You know what I mean? Like there was, you know, oh you get all yeah. the different tribes, you get they all get name checked. You don't necessarily get a full version of who they are and what they are and what they're what they're about, but you get an idea of where they come from and what their, you know, contributions are to Wakanda. And, um, yeah, I mean, man, I mean, that movie was doing a lot for the little bit of time that it had. Uh, uh, Sam, man, you were saying before that you were a big fan of M'Baku. Yeah, that was, complete, that was completely out of left field, too. I I thought he would be just like maybe a secondary villain and, you know, dispatched. But uh, the, he was, uh, give the, the actor credit, his name is uh, Winston Duke. Is, uh, I, I didn't see him in anything else, but, man, he brought so much life to that character. And, uh Ends up saving um, his ass in the in the uh, end. Black Panther's ass. Uh, uh, more spoilers, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just acted well with you know humor. Uh, when he was serious, knew he was serious. When he was joking, man, you were laughing with him. Yeah, so just a really good job. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Mbaku, uh, brother Beavis. Yeah, I mean, he was the comic book element that I wanted a little bit more of in the rest of the movie. Um, yeah. Right, you know, he he was great, um, and yeah, the the fact that they they figured out how to weave that in, but I I think you know you mentioned the world building in general. I think you know the fact that you know the idea of 
what if there was this non-colonized section of Africa that had this technology, what would it be? And it's not just this completely space-age thing, but it's this space-age thing that also has the trappings of what you think about Africa and, and the street and things like that. And it, that was, you know, that was tough to imagine, tough to pull off, and the world-building that did was amazing. Yeah, I, I, again... When you again, I that movie did a lot. I do an honorable mention to Atlanta. Um, Hudson and I recognize several locations where they filmed here. The High Museum, which we've been to several times, um, mm -hmm. we recognize that and a couple of other streets. Um, so yeah, shout out to Atlanta uh, because they did feel part of it here. Yeah. Oh, well, I think, I think that is uh, Marvel Studios' second home or first home. Is uh, Atlanta now? I saw a bunch of that stuff as soon, you know, in and around the metro. So, all right, cool. Yeah. So, hey, can, I got Can I throw a shout out to Ahmed? And I'm, I hate to sure. do it. Hey, this shout out goes out to fucking Disney. I <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, oh I, no! Yeah, I have to second that because I they kept this really black, and I am yeah. really surprised by that, especially coming from Disney. I really mm. didn't expect that at all. Or, and they kept it very black. Very, <laughs> and, and they, I mean, they kept it very, the cast was black, the storyline was very uh, black-centric or Afrocentric. So, mm -hmm. I, well, from what I know, anyway. Anyway, and, you know, that's, I'm visiting all the props, and, and, and so I hate you, saying you it. Expect, you would expect them to water it down big time, and they did not do that. So I, I am, yeah, I have to go along with that, and that really hurts to do that. And to add to that, like, this does not forward the narrative of the preceding Marvel phases at all. It It's mm. completely outside the story leading into no. Infinity War, and that's probably for logistics reasons because they're making it at the same time. So mm -hmm. this is not a movie that had to be made, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and I mean, let's, let's, I mean, you know, we don't give Disney too many props here. This is something that they, they didn't have to make. They decided to make it, and then they went, I mean, I told y'all, I think, I mean, this is the blackest thing I've ever, save for Black Lightning, the TV show, this is the blackest thing I've ever seen in terms of superhero stuff, because, it's, I mean, it's almost, It's. I mean, what, I, I, like, you don't even have Come the on. words, well, that's a different podcast, but um, I think it, more than anything, I think Disney, maybe in this instance, decided to take a step back. And it was like, if we get too involved in this, people are going to turn on it, and then it could turn on all our other shit, too. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. wait, if we get too involved in this, then people mm -hmm. are going to be like, oh, well, y'all turn, you know, we ain't going to support these other things that y'all have putting out. And, you know, they let it go. And, again, yeah, they could have gotten involved in that and made it a watered-down version of, you know, uh, a cartoon version of that, and that's not what they did. So it's it's much appreciated, and it gives you some hope that some of these other movies that will be coming out won't necessarily completely be tied to the you know the Disney comic book you know superhero formula. Well, you know what I think uh, you have to give uh, props to Kevin Feige because yeah. I mean he's the, the reason that they have this MCU and that it's working so well is mainly because of him. 
because mm. you see what some of these other studios do with uh, the uh, licenses they have. And I mean, they have some successes, but a lot of them are, they usually turn on themselves after too long and stuff. I mean, you may or may not like Marvel movies, but they, for the most part, he makes the right call on those every time. And he just, he's, he's a brilliant at it. You know, he's, he's got good people around him, but he's the main dog in that. Uh, well, yeah, I, I think I, another part of this is that uh, the Marvel movies or Disney or whatever is starting to branch out into different genres of making Marvel movies. They're not, uh, they're not, they don't quite fit into that cookie cutter, you know, version that Disney is used to putting out for these Marvel movies. Like this movie was more like a James Bond movie. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. I kept thinking that the entire time. Like this is a Bond movie. Yeah, yeah, the casino, casino scene, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I think they're starting to branch out, which is definitely needed because, you know, before this, they were starting to get repetitive and, you know, it's basically the same thing. And after a while, you mm-hmm. start seeing that. And it was starting to wear thin. Okay. Yeah, I, I can understand that for sure. All right. So we start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, I don't want to get, I mean, everybody likes the movie, so I don't want to go around with, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, or, you know, scales of 1 to 10, or however many afros you'd give it or whatever. Um, I do want to do, I, I, I posed this question out on Twitter um, not that long ago, because there's been so many, like, ridiculously hot, you know, freaking lukewarm, you know, takes or whatever. It's like, oh, well, black people are going to support this. Y'all better go support, you know, fill in the blank black movie or whatever. Why didn't Moonlight get this kind of support? Why didn't, you know, like whatever? And it's just like whatever. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> exactly. Why didn't uh-huh. they get this kind of support? So the question is, keeping it in the comic book world and realm or whatever. Okay, does DC have a character that? Wow. <laughs> Does DC have a character that black, <laughs> that black folks would support like this? No, no, they do not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, we're gonna go around the room, okay? So, Brother Beavis definitely says no. Okay, uh, Sandman, there's no, no. I mean, you could probably try to. You know, I was gonna say Green Lantern, but he, uh, and I'm talking about John Stewart. But uh, no, it's not the same. It still would be the same. So, I gotta say no. Okay, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, you got John Stewart. I mean, they made Firestorm black. Therefore, I mean, no, they'd have to. No, I mean, right. Yep. There, there's only there's only half black lightning. I mean, you can name them, and no, there's no DC character. I mean, their best is <laughs> maybe a blue character, but not a black one. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> and so DC has Cyborg coming out, and some of the hot takes were people was like, well, people are going to be supporting Cyborg like this. And then my thought was, I was like, first off, Cyborg is coming out. <laughs> but, secondly, but secondly, like there's no, there's no history or whatever. I mean, Cyborg's been around for a long time, but nobody gives a damn about Cyborg. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's not ever been given. Yeah, Cyborg's not holding the Infinity Stones, okay? 
like or the gauntlet. You know, nobody cares about cyborg, and so like nobody's going to be organizing children's you know bus trips to go see the DC cyborg movie. On top of the fact that DC doesn't have any you know you know skins in the game in terms of you know them their ability to put out uh, you know a character of color where people are going to support. Like, so now is Aqua Bro, is Aquaman going to be that character for them? Like, are people going to go out and support them, even though technically he's not black? Not technically. And he ain't black. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. Hutch, I, Hutch they, it, 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 the only one that they have would be John Stewart, right? John Stewart would probably be the most established character, I would say. That I, I mean, now the, the Cyborg movie... I mean, you know what? If, after, I mean, no one thought Blade was going to be any good. Yeah. I mean, Cyborg mm-hmm. and Blade, as far as I'm concerned, are pretty, they're, they're C-level characters in, the, in their universes. Maybe Cyborg mm-hmm. might be a little bit higher, actually. But, and let's mm-hmm. see what Cyborg does. Yeah, that's what I'm... This hey, movie I, don't, gave me I don't think that movie's going to get made. A C-level character or a B-minus character into a decent movie. Hey, can I, I want to step in for a second, because if the internet um, inspired you to ask this question, I want to get a, a STFU to the internet, because <laughs> <laughs> aside from the let's vote down the movie, now the newest thing is, let me post this bullshit about how I got jumped when I went yeah, to see yeah. the Black Panther. Oh, yeah. yeah. And post, like, edited shots of fucking actors from shows. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, so bad. the internet can suck a bag full of dicks and <laughs> shut the fuck up in the process. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the internet and their DC love can also do the same. Yeah, And exactly. DC is never going to get to this point. They can't even make a good movie about white heroes. Let alone black heroes. So fuck them. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know what? I'm going to end this podcast on that. Uh, because I don't think I can top it. So, yeah, it, it it's... Yeah, again, just to wrap up. So, yeah, Black Panther, that's great. My other second part of that was so, obviously, we're going to get a Black Panther 2. I mean, that's just the given because it's going to make so much freaking money. You know, kind of around the room for the comic book folks, where could they go with this next then? You know what I mean? Like, you know, they go with Killmonger as your first villain. His um, his role gallery really isn't that strong. I mean, let's be honest. Um, you know, again, we just we just got Man-Ape. Okay, so you know, and, and chances you just, are you just killed uh, Claw, and just killed Claw mm-hmm. and Killmonger. So and chances Killmonger. are he's going to need. But don't these characters come back in the in the comic book? Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. usually, I mean, usually they not in the movies. And then somehow miraculously yeah. they survive or come back. They, or whatever. they would risk undoing all the good uh, karma they got for this one. Yeah, yeah bring so, somebody back. They brought them. back Electra. What? Can you edit that part out when we? Yeah, when we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a pretty lukewarm take. Um, but more than anything, like you know, he's gonna have to have a villain, and he's gonna have to fight in the world, I guess, so to speak, too. You know, and that, and you wonder the sooner this, 
as soon as he leaves Wakanda, you know, do you get a blackity black, black, black y'all movie? Or does it turn into what female perspective would be her biggest fear? It turns into us the regular ass comic book movie. You know what I mean? So, so the mm. well the so the the presumption going forward is that having vowed to sort of uh, lend their technology to the rest of the world, that Wakanda becomes a target for Thanos when the Infinity War starts. Yeah. And so the the real question right. is what happens on the tail end of that? And mm-hmm. I don't know that we know enough at this point to know what Black Panther 2 would be because I don't know that we know what's going to happen on the tail end of Infinity War. Right. And so there's any right. number of, like, like there's a rumor they were going to do, like, Craven the Hunter. And so is he... Is he fighting some that level villain, or is the whole story changed? I don't right. know that we know at this point. Yeah. Uh, and I think to y'all. I see. You see? I see uh, Black Panther going at, going at Captain America at least at the beginning, and then them working together. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, yeah, that could be. That could be it. Isn't isn't, isn't Cap Shield like twenty five percent vibranium? At least it was. Yeah, I, 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 I think in the movie, I think in the movie, it's all vibranium. It's all vibranium because they didn't have the rights for a yeah. <laughs> they, they don't own that amantium. Yeah, that's it. Not yet. There's another. There's another movie company making emo movies about adamantium right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, how did so how did uh, uh, it's been alluded Tony to Stark's that, dad, yeah, Tony Stark, yeah, right, yeah, Tony Stark's dad. So that was the original uh, robbery. So, yeah, mm. but he says, "Get this man a shield. Get his own ass. Get this man a shield." He might do a double. He might be going after both of us. He might be going after basically America, but Captain America's first. Well, Civil War. Uh, right. well, yeah, I mean that's, that's speculation too. I mean, that's not happening. I got to turn their one good black hero against everybody's favorite white hero. <laughs> yeah, Marvel. Marvel. He ain't everybody's favorite white hero. Well, he's most yeah. Marvel movies. He's damn Marvel. Most Marvel people's favorite damn white hero. He's my favorite white hero. <laughs> yeah. So I I wouldn't see that happening. But I I, I said with the. And I think I text y'all for the kind of those people or whatever. I said that, you know, you have this uh, Miss Marvel movie coming out or whatever. Uh, so you got Black Panther, you got Miss Marvel. You're two fifths away uh, to, you know, the Ultimates team. You know, you're just missing Blue Marvel, uh, America Chavez, and um, shit. I forget who the other person is. So I mean, you're you're really close. So, that ain't happening you know, either. Well, you a second team of Avengers. I could see no. that. They're, they're going to cobble together something out of what they have. They're not going to put in more people. No, 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 no. Like, I'm just saying, like, if they could get introduced, and maybe we I, I just, and y'all got to read that damn Ultimates book. Sorry. That's basically what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this and book is I so good. I want to ask you guys this. What, uh, what are your feelings going into Civil War? Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. War. Uh, I, I, I would love to answer that question. It, it is already chock full of characters to begin with, and I just hope that it's not so convoluted with too many characters that you're trying to follow. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, let Brother Beavis answer this because we have discussed this on the Marvel Hacks, and he's he's got an opinion that I think a lot of us probably are very close to. 
Go ahead. So we've been we've been reading various comic book series where the whole premise is there's some world-ending event, and they gather 20 or 30 of their best friends, and then they decompose into wacky sub-teams that <laughs> then they go off and look for MacGuffins to a bunch of, like, a bunch of filler towards a non-spectacular conclusion. And the more I see Infinity War, I get terrified that that's exactly what's going to happen because mm -hmm. they've got to get six MacGuffins, and they've mm -hmm. got a big bad with a team of, like, emo, completely made-up, overpowered villains, and they're going to have to team up with all the people they've introduced in, this, in the universe so far to go get defeated for these MacGuffins for the big bad to get them all and then make a new movie. I'm And they're fighting aliens most of the time, which yeah. you can just roll through aliens without consequence. So I am terrified this is going to be awful. That's yeah. how I feel about Infinity War. Yeah. I'm leaning towards that, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's been on this since we started reading some of these series, which, again, you know, uh, a lot of them have the exact same, exactly what he's describing, or all of them have exactly what he's describing. Uh, the only that my counter to him then and would be now is that Marvel has made so yeah. many strides to get to this point. Like they, yeah. they've 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 played, laid so many freaking eggs and planted so many flowers and plants or whatever to get to this point. It won't feel like it's like oh my god everybody's in the same movie because you you saw this coming for what is it yeah. ten years. So mm -hmm. that's the only that's the only pull that it has from it. But again. Their ability to manage all of these people in here without making it into you know something ridiculous will be interesting because you can't think of any movie that's brought in all of these different types of characters all at once. I mean, it's just—I mean, it's unheard of, really. And, yeah, because you know, I had that—I had that same nervousness going to Civil War, and Civil War was phenomenal, way right. better than Black Panther. Right. So, say hey now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. So, all right, good to know. All right, so yeah, so yay, Black Panther. So that's our review for the Black Panther movie, um, and we start to wrap this podcast up. Remember, you did find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, TuneIn apps, uh, whatever your favorite podcasting streaming app is. Remember, this show is a part of the Brothers Comic Podcasting Network. Uh, find the show, find your life, the Marvel Hacks with these two gentlemen. And sometimes, maybe Big Hutch will maybe make it back to that show. Uh, maybe. The Brothers Comics Podcast uh, with uh, Big Hutch and Female Perspective. Um, Intersection with Malika Salam. This Week in the NBA with me and Will Stacks. Uh, bah, 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 the Unmasked Podcast. Um, the Mr. Robot Recap. And I Know What You Did Last winter our game of thrones recap podcast which will <coughs> excuse me be recording here very soon very 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 soon uh, are, are we recording it very soon very soon <laughs> okay be somewhere yeah very very yeah. soon uh i mean again hands around the table who has to work tomorrow because i don't i, I do uh, i do i never get a day off yeah 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 they don't like i have to work anymore. every day in february <laughs> Mm, that's terrible. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. well placed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have many days, so you got to work twice as hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Ah, get no kick from family. That's it. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Find a show. One of them has to be something that you like. Uh, I don't know. Whichever one it is, just get it. All right. So, we'll go around the room. We'll say uh, goodnight, everybody. We'll hold your uh, black movie theater story, Brother B, so we can keep coming on the podcast. All right. All right, so, uh, uh, say, man, go ahead and sign off. Sorry, Nora, y'all. I will see you next time. Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. Mm-hmm. Female <laughs> 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 uh, Perspective, go ahead and sign off. Adios from the Female Perspective. Big hearts, don't get fired, man. Killmonger rules. Nice. All right, we'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. <laughs>